Hello and welcome to a uh, what might be a segment at some point for Chainsaw Buffet. That, you call it a fucking intro? No, I don't. Th- this is why I do the I, intros. Yeah, I, I fucked it up. I, I fully admit. You're trying um, to be the NPR guy. And... No, no, no. No, that would be welcome to Chainsaw I would be, Buffet. I would be all up on the table in the microphone. <laughs> um... <laughs> he would have it in his mouth. You know that's a different type of microphone yeah. for that, right? So we need to order one of those then. No, because those things are expensive. And well, you have space dollars. Good. Spend them. You have eight billion yen on that phone. <laughs> spend it to, to get me an all. internal mic. No, those are dollars, motherfucker. I oh. not come with my phone. He has um. eight billion Reich marks or something. <laughs> um, this is sort of a trial run for what we'll call the. Chainsaw Buffet Anime Club until we come up with a sexier name for it, assuming we ever do any more of these. Chainsaw Buffet Sexy Anime? Club? Yeah, something. Um, but the idea being that um, some of us, mostly me, are always complaining that we don't watch enough anime, and this was a way to sort of force us to do so. Um, so we just watched, uh, and, and what we're going to be discussing today will be, um, what was it called again? Eden, Eden of, of the, the East. East. Yeah, that. Eden of the East. I didn't watch it. I'm just talking about it. Now, he was uh, I did do my research, though, and this is actually a uh, shot-for-shot remake of the 1955 film East of Eden, uh, which, obviously, uh, directed by Elia Kazan, uh, otherwise known for directing On the Waterfront, and starring James Dean, otherwise known for being a, a bad driver, um, which is then turned based on the novel by John Steinbeck. Did, did, uh, did East of Eden uh, actually reference movies from the future in 9-11? I think so. Awesome. Um, but oddly enough, I felt watching the show that, that it didn't make any references at all to the original film. So for a remake, I thought it was rather poor. You're, you're kidding about the remake thing, right? Yes. Okay. Am I? <laughs> Damn you, Wikipedia! <laughs> You've lied to me again, you bitch! Yes, uh, I mean shot by shot for shot. No, but concept because might... you know East of Eden is is obviously a mix <laughs> of uh, Burn Notice and Brewster's Millions. I've never yeah. read East of Eden, and don't and, and sort of the Born movie. But are you lying or... about James Dean too? Mm-hmm. No, he's not really dead. I did lie about that. Okay. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> Wikipedia is telling I... me he is alive. Okay, good. good and they good. they wouldn't be wrong twice. No, no, no. Citation needed. Right. <laughs> And MapQuest won't send you through the middle of the reactor. Or to space. Or to space. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, and I'd originally thought we would, at least for the trial run, we'd try actually, like, breaking it out by certain components and discuss those. But this anime does not lend itself to that. I don't know if anybody else thought that. It's Because it's one of those, it's not really a genre. Maybe it's an overlapping subgenre of, you're going to have to watch the entire damn thing to get any answers at the very end. Definitely. Yeah. Um, as far as the character designs, they're very Miyazaki-esque, although this is not mm-hmm. a Miyazaki show. That's really, yeah. yeah That's yeah. the first thing I noticed. Some more than others. Like, there are definitely some, like the, uh, I forget what her name is, the yeah. Saki or something. Yes. So we, we could say that this show is Elle meets a character from a Miyazaki film, <laughs> and they have adventures. Yes. yes. Except... It doesn't seem like any, like, it starts out in a way that uh, neither L or uh, Miyazaki character if, would. If you had a love child between uh, Michael Weston, L, and uh, Richard Pryor, it would be, uh, it would be, uh, Akira from, uh, Eden of, or East of, yeah, Eden of the East. Yeah, it, 
it's an it's I, it's hard to talk about anything just because they you don't there's so many secrets and questions and they don't give you anything so it's like you don't understand well, any let of me it. let me ask this question though uh we're three episodes and none of us have seen the show beyond the three episodes that we watched uh for this this is this is not a uh, a comprehensive review of of the show feel this is more of a first impressions kind of thing but yeah but what what have been your impressions of the show to this point we're Roughly about a quarter of the way through the series now. Oh, really? So yeah, it's episodes? only 13 episodes, oh, okay. and then there's like yeah. two movies. The overall impressions, I think, have, for me, have been pretty good. Um, I liked... Um, I actually like where it's going, although I have to say I enjoyed the... I actually wanted to know more about the detective. Um, yeah. I, I wanted his story. Like, at, Well, no, I don't think... Okay, we want to watch three episodes. I don't think we can technically say that anything we're saying is spoilers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... Yeah. If someone's not watched it, big deal. Yeah. Um, I, that, and that was and that was part of it too. If we only watch a little bit, then we can't really give all that much in the way of spoilers. Yeah. Um, so when he was stabbed, I, I was like, oh, I wanted to know more about. Well, you. it was Chris Sabat, yeah. so I figured he was going to be around for a while. You know, well, the, and he, the, the funny thing, though, you're right. There was no backstory. I mean, he was he was a member of whatever secret society or secret organization that he and the main character are part of. Um, they didn't really get too much into that, although he knows more than the main character. But he was obviously, like, he was cheating on his wife. There was all this other stuff going on that they never hinted at. I'm guessing gambling debts. I'm, I'm thinking that's yeah. what the other yeah. two, those two guys were about. Which, that was m- one of the most badass moments in the three episodes. But, that, oh, yeah. This actually and the, bring the detail. As far as a show with a lot of mystery, there are a lot of animes that do this, and all, not all of them do it well. I actually love the way that they handle this. Even though it's kind of a weird sci-fi kind of thing, because the main character, uh, you know, through use of his uh, Uber cell phone with ten billion dollars on it, erases his own memory for whatever reason, whatever his rationale behind it. He erases his own memory. So when the show starts out, you literally know about uh, as much of what's going on as he does. That's yeah. actually a good. That's kind of okay. That's kind of cool. That's a, that's a good point. So you're you're basically going through the exact same thing that he is. I, I think that's a kind of a common plot device. I mean, I, I mentioned amnesia. You mean they well, never no, use no. that in anime or JRPGs? No, or... the uh, like the last episode that we recorded, I talked about a couple different shows I'd watched on Netflix, and and sci-fi shows tend to do that. They tend to have the the character that knows nothing that goes into this big fantastic world, and that's how the, the viewer sees it. And he's basically that character, um, just. He also happens to be a part of it. But it seems like they're putting us one step ahead of the main character by saying, okay, we'll let you see what this other person is doing in relation to the main character. Yes. And he's going to see this in a few minutes, but you're one step ahead. Yeah, it, it leaves you with this question, always asking, okay, if he doesn't know anything about what's going on, how is he going to handle this situation? What which, does he need to do? Which, for most situations, is... And, and this... I think this is funny because a lot of times when you see the the person that has amnesia or in in most other shows they sort of freak out or yeah, start they, asking they're everyone. Almost, they're almost an emotional invalid at that point. They don't. Yes. They don't do anything. They're not. They're not capable of thinking on their feet or coming up with any sort of idea. Akira does not do that though. He he goes the other way with it. And honestly, that's the way. Um, and this is and this is the way I used to think about these things, because I would think, when I would see one of those shows, I'd be like, 
Okay, now if I woke up in a strange place, didn't know who I was or what was going on around me, how would I act? Mm-hmm. And my first thought was always, I'm going to act like nothing is going on. I'm not going to start asking everybody, oh, who am I? Do you know me? I'm going to pretend like everything's normal until I can get a sense of where I am and what's going on. Right. I think... So I like the way he handles it. This show almost goes too far in that uh, that respect. I oh, mean, that's true, yeah. Um, and, and it's not just the main character. Like, there are... Um, and, and this is a, a common complaint I've seen about different book series and stuff like that. Um, is I guess it's a sense that the viewer and maybe even the author doesn't understand how people would react under that sort of pressure. Like... There's been 11 missile, you know, we, we opened this show with there being 11 missile attacks in Japan, and things are just going on normally. No one's, like, scared or freaked out. And, and given the current situation in Japan, it's hard for me to watch this, because I'm sitting there thinking, okay, if a missile were to hit Japan, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Like, like I can't, I, I, you know, I can't get enough voice actors on the podcast to... To, to help out with this. Yeah, that's... What's funny is they, they make direct parallels to 9-11, and we all know what happened after 9-11. Like, but it's like the most... Responds. It's the most obvious parallel, because everything goes very quiet for her to say. For, and it's like, yeah. I think we should always remember what happened. I'm like, fuck you! I, you I were really... <laughs> you're a college student. What do you know about I, it? I really expected yeah. her to say... Um, are you saying that 9-11 didn't change everything? Because <laughs> 9-11 changed everything. So my point is that that's a good example of how people really act under these um, those conditions. And in this, we don't see any of that. So, you know, yeah, it's not... You, you made a, a very good uh, point, although, although they do kind of sort of offhandedly address it. Uh, you're like, yeah, are they really going to be able to fly back into Japan from the United States after a missile attack? And they're like, oh, we've increased security. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, they're probably, you know, in the real world, they probably wouldn't let anybody in. They again, he yeah. could just use his uh, Rooster's Billions phone to, to get in. Do they Especially say, given that they don't know who uh, yeah. maybe, you know. And do they the say price. at all how much... Because I got the impression that time passed between the first and second, between the missile strikes and when they actually get back to Japan. Because there's that moment where they're talking and she says that it happened November something of last year. Yeah, they don't they don't give a really great well, estimation it, of, of when things are going on. So maybe that's why like they get away with con- that. Is it seems that, like it's a continuing thing though. Like it's like oh missile here, missile there. Yeah, because you said the one the one from that hit the today point. made eleven. So yeah. <laughs> At that point, they've gotten used to it. Apparently, kind of like um, the the big monsters coming and knocking down their buildings and stuff. It, it's just a thing that happens in Japan. Yeah. Um, that kind of leads, though, into another point plot point that I, I I'm not quite sure how it's going to play out. Um, in the third episode, we start finding out the rules that these people. You know these. I can't remember what they call them. Cella, cellu cells, or cella cells, or cellucids, or cellulite. Sorry, are playing by and the Pharisees, yeah, them and the Sadducees. Yeah, the Sadducees play by a bunch of rules. Pharisees and the cella cells and the. Um, but I'm wondering if this is actually. If there's some rationale behind this, if there's some bigger picture, or if this is just going to be, no, this is a game going on, and these, because that, that's 
always feels so artificial. It, it's the the thriller equivalent of a fighting tournament. And it, it's well, it almost felt the impression I got from the last things that uh, Kondo says to him are that it almost comes across like they've all got the same job. Yeah, and I thought because when when you first see some of that and you're thinking, oh, they're all they're given a job and so much money and they go do that job and then there will be another job. But you almost get the impression that they're all signed up for the exact same job. They're all given the exact same amount of money to make that to to reach that goal. But the detective seems to think that seem to think that you really couldn't do it. Yeah, and there are certain rules in place. Like if you you're supposed to spend all your money, but if you spend all your money, you get shot. So, yes. Yeah, Although there is that less question that the um, condo, the, the, the other detective? detective, is like, he doesn't even get a chance to get hunted down by the supporter that's supposed to take you out. And he, there's some question as to whether other Selyusows are supporters. So yeah, maybe the rules are not as hard as fa- and fast as they sound. Yeah, in the first episode, I mean... They're just throwing so much at you, trying to piece it together from just that. You're like, well, maybe it's this, and that's that's really what's going to make this make or break the show is how they resolve all of this. You know, are they going to yes. take the easy way out, or am I going to be able to come back to these early episodes and say, okay, I see what was going on here? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, is, it, is it going to unv- unveil a whole other level to the show that no it's there? And that's that's really what sets the the benchmark of a show that, you know, was well-written, where I can go back and kind of see what they were doing, or if they were just throwing it together. Yeah, I mean, is this going to be like, not that I've ever watched it, but is it going to be like Lost, where they keep spinning up plot threads until there's suddenly a polar bear on the island? Which which the writers have admitted to that. They said they, they, they were just trying to get past that first season, and after that, they were like, oh my god, we're ahead, I don't know what we're going to do. Which you know, kind of shit. Anyway, Liz, what did what did you think? You've been kind of quiet up to this point. Yeah, what's the deal? Pretty much agree with everything you guys have been saying. I liked it. <laughs> well, no, um, what what did you think about uh, about Kira's fuzzy white? I loved dick? his fuzzy white wang. It was. He is the great white wang. Was... I love the puppy. The puppy was cute with the what? wings, but I keep going back to the fuzzy white wing. Oh, Ooh. Sorry. You keep going back to the keep going back to it. Well, he kept going back to it. She giant. kept going back to it. She kept looking at it. I know. I, yeah. yeah. But what's, what's funny is, what's hilarious, though, is I couldn't help the reaction of the, the police officer. Where he's like, can you, yeah. And can he you shows make an ID her, off of this? And she's like, ooh. I'm thinking, that, I would almost have that same reaction if some Japanese guy walks up to me. It's like, maybe, and I'd be like, okay. That yeah, that was probably one of my, the funniest, <laughs> easily the funniest. Please. My yeah. my one complaint about this show, and, and this is a, a fairly major gripe, is the other main character, Saki. Why is she there? What is she doing? See, actually, yeah. we'll find out. I, I have a I theory. Go ahead. A, I have a theory as well. Oh, it's a very good point because you know she's she's at the White House when this naked man appears, and she's kind of following him, kind of not, kind of helping him. And, and there's kind of this interest, and then she flies back to Japan with him. It's like, lady, if this were the real world, this would be stupid because you would end up in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> you know, yeah, you would I get think... in. You would get into the naked man's Camaro and never be seen exactly. again. I think somehow she's involved in it. Oh, it, that's your theory. Yeah, it, it's very possible. That. Although it's just kind of like I, I understand. Or, my, I mean, my my theory and and. 
I've seen, I can't think of them offhand, but I've seen other, other, uh, shows do this. Is that you have the, I, I, I don't know, I kind of think you have her in there because she's the normal one and she's supposed to contrast to him. So she's supposed to, she's supposed to make it really obvious just how badass he is or whatever he's going through. She's there to show, oh, this is normal. This is what he is. This is how different or awesome or... That's fine. I still don't know why she was in Washington, D.C. or why she continues to hang around with a guy that the first time that she ever saw him, he was naked with a gun in front of the White House. See, now that's the question. I mean, she... Because I can't remember why they said she was in D.C., but but everything she does with him at that point, you're like, that's what Dylan was saying. Why? Why do you trust him? Yes! The only thing I can come up with, the only, the only thing, besides the fact that the writers needed that to happen, well, yeah, was that um, she was in a foreign place, had been completely separated from uh, any anybody in her group, had just gotten in trouble, and here's a Japanese guy that gets her out of trouble. Yes, he was there I, with a solution. And, but, but, nevertheless, past that point, I don't see, once you got on the, once you got off the plane, she had the choice to go home oh, and never see him again. Once you got your passport. Yeah, back. technically, yeah. Yeah, he was cute and mysterious. And, and had a great nice white wing, yeah. And, a, and she stared Which she stared at a lot. He, he, he apparently had a huge wing. You said long and hard in reference to a wing. You're gross. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we we touched on this a little bit from a from more of a technical perspective of like the the visual stylings, the music, the opening, and the closing. What did you guys think? Oh, I I like the character designs. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of does get into the chibi territory, which I'm not a fan of. But it doesn't. Well, it doesn't go into, into really chibi. It goes into that weird um, Miyazaki manga, range. like they're they're cutouts. Yeah, um, yeah, the. Full Metal Alchemist does it a lot. Oh, I see. Yes. I know. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That where, one moment. Where she's got that like, yeah, moment. the the white eyes and you know, because she's like freaked the, out. The the little Jaggies. square jagged. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of out of place. Eyes, so. Yeah, but they yeah. they don't use it a whole lot, and it's really just mm-hmm. in like the little comedic moments towards the beginning. Yeah. So not to where it's distracting or anything. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I like it. I think that's a good thing. I think it's it's yeah. I tend to like. It's not. It's not like in Full Metal Alchemist where they're doing it like every episode at least, you know, once. How are you calling short? I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really? Whose wing did you say was little? You could cut out twenty percent of the episodes just by taking out the short jokes. Actually, I think if you just made a DVD, like a five-minute DVD of short jokes, you could make a lot of fans happy. Like they wouldn't even need anything. Yeah, but you would never be able to wash that dirt off. With even with the uh, the money you would make, you couldn't buy a shower hot enough or soap strong enough. Juice, I'd like a shower <laughs> and a wire brush and a gallon of bleach. Juice, I, I know I had to ask you this, uh, you know, twice on the same day. But can you erase my memory again? <laughs> I don't care much for a replacement soul. <laughs> But oh. she did. She did have a small reaction when he said Juice's name. Oh, I, I don't see know if name. it was more like "ooh, girlfriend" or more like "that name's familiar." Because the way she said it, I was. It could have been either. It could have been "oh my gosh, Cutie's got a girl," or it could have been "I know that name somehow." 
But I swear, if you get to the what end of it... What if that's the sister? If, if what you, if that's the sister? Juice is the sister. I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe. Or is maybe, it the system or is it but, a person? I don't know. But I swear, if you get to the end of this thing, he spends his last yen... She And then she the pulls a gun. But, I, hey, that's I am, what I'm kind of... I'm going to pee on a DVD. I'm <laughs> but at the same time, she also mentioned dead parents. Yeah. So yes. they could have been involved, and she just kind of has offhand knowledge. Uh, maybe. I don't know. If I get to the end of this and and her whole reason for being there is something that's completely tacked on, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, because because yeah. she has just been following this guy around, and it's like I don't know why. You know, mm. she needs to be there to be that archetype of character. She, like, she doesn't need, need to be there. She does to <laughs> to this point. To this point in the show, she has done nothing. She has added nothing besides a romantic interest. Which, yeah. you know, for this time yeah. of show, it doesn't even have to be there. It doesn't have to be there, but I think that's a subplot that... Again, if they... It adds interest. Uh, uh, as, yeah. I was about to say, tell, me, becomes... tell, tell me what you're missing in the overall story at this point if she's not there. He doesn't seem as heroic or as like. Uh, exactly. Again, exactly. she's there for contrast. Yeah, yeah. she's I mean, also there to kind of bail him out. I mean, she... She provides... She, she doesn't do much for him, except provide him a set of clothes so he's not walking around I, naked. I'm saying that she could be like five walk-on characters. Oh, yeah. She yeah. definitely could. But, well, yeah. I think she's going to continue to be the the escape. Yeah. They're, they're setting us up for some hurt. Is what uh, I was about to say, they, Maybe so. they've gone so far with her past the realm of okay, there, there is no rational explanation for this. That there there needs to be something good to get me sold on her as a character. I, I firmly believe they're setting us up for pain because she could be. How long did like she say the so thing? Thirteen episodes. Walk on characters. See, yeah. but, see, see, I have a problem with that many walk on characters. When I watch something and they just keep, they don't give you time to know a character or learn anything well, about. No, them, wait, wait, no, I don't get as invested. In thirteen in episodes, you're not. And that's, well, well no, I realize that. In thirteen that, episodes, you can't form an attachment to any of these characters, which means they may be setting you up for something. Well, I mean, they, 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 they shouldn't, they probably don't feel any need to keep any of them alive. Well, see, it's like, okay, example for me is, um, the original Full Metal Alchemist and then Brotherhood with, what's her name? Nina. Yeah. Original Full Metal Alchemist, do you have enough time to meet Nina, like Nina, then she gets well, well, dead Brotherhood and you cry? Skip. Brotherhood, no. There's Brotherhood no assumes that you've already seen the original series. Yes. Because but if it's he's moving not, it around. That first 13 episodes is basically just rushing past all the crap to where Oh, holy crap, uh, Lust is on fire. No, Lust is still on fire. <laughs> Wait, holy shit, Mustang, what are you doing to her? Um, but, I don't know. <laughs> I, agree. I like to be able to that, get attached to characters that made... and get involved with characters. And it, when it's just, hey, hey, five minutes, it, it cheapens it for me. Just so, going back to the whole uh, Mustang Lust thing, I bet that made things awkward at the Willingham Bailey household for a couple of days. <laughs> You killed me! Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm betting the word burn got <laughs> thrown around a lot. Who burn? I burned you. I was about to say, nah, nah, they're, they're actors, they're more professional than that, and then you said burn. Uh, yeah, like, he, I can totally see that. Every time he walks into a room and sees her, hey, are you still searching for the guy that burned you? Oh. Aww. You can't assume that everyone watches Burn Notice. No, everybody does. Everybody should. Has, has everybody in this room seen it? Yeah. Yep. That's everybody. But I don't. Watch it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but the the closing you 
actually really liked the closing. I thought it was very creative. Very, it's good to see uh, Aha uh-huh still doing work. Take I'm telling you, me. go, go, somebody take the, uh, the ending, uh, outro to, uh, East, uh, Eden of the East and, uh, dub it to, uh, to, uh, take on me. Just do it. Someone yes. has done it. As I say, I, I, to good, I will actually be surprised if someone has not already done that. It is the interwebs. Okay, I'm, I'm so, gonna look for that. You guys keep talking. I really actually enjoyed the, the ending. Yeah, it was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. It was really good. It was a neat visual effect. Uh-huh. This is a show that I will probably end up watching to the end. I have. Okay, that, yeah, that's actually sort of the final question: is is would you keep going? Has it has yes. it hooked you? Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yes. I would. End, I would probably end up even. This is one I would probably end up even buying, possibly. Not knowing how it ends, just because I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I think I think it's more of a rent for me. I, well, I've got who else did that? G4 TV. Yeah, as I say, no. who who did the buy versus Attack rent? Show. Was that, was that um, Chris oh, what's Gore? His name? Yeah, yeah. Are we stealing Chris, Chris Gore's shtick? Is Chris Gore still alive? Can he be on the podcast? He looked like he was aging <laughs> very rapidly. Oh my gosh. Um, it's because somebody is sucking his soul to so keep themselves right young and beautiful. I'm not sure which one it is yet, but Pereira. <laughs> yeah. And no, uh, that is not on YouTube, so somebody get on get so, on. So, um, do we oh. really just hang out together? And, and I'm talk. quite living, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so I guess the, the overall verdict is, it's we good. enjoyed it, yep. so. Yeah, that's it's a buy 13 episodes, it's, it's on Netflix right now. So. I believe part of it is on Funimation's website. Yeah, My first bitch. first two episodes dubbed. I think you can get all of the episodes subbed on. Really, so, so anyone have any, any anyone have any final right. thoughts about it? No, I, uh, I think it is definitely not one to find on the internet and download. Um, definitely buy. And, and definitely this is, if, do not <laughs> illegally download. Well, no, and 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 this uh, well, is there's point, plenty of legal places. Yeah, no, I know that. I realize that. And that's a point I, I'm glad you brought up because I wanted to to make is that. If we if we do get around to actually doing more episodes of this, the idea is that everything that that we bring to the table will be something that you can either find online legally, uh, if you if you if you don't want to buy it, or um, that we own. Yeah, it's it's either something you can buy or you can find online legally. We're not gonna we don't plan on on doing any uh, reviews of any anything that we would have to pirate basically, because right. we 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 would like to support that industry so that it will continue. Like yes, it. because I don't want more uh, studios going under. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you will be happy with the future that Bandai has created oh. for you. Uh, you oh. Do you really? That this is a company that thought that releasing uh, subbed only Blu-rays at forty dollars a pop was a good idea. Do you really want to leave your hands in Bandai? No, let's keep let's keep Funimation going, guys. They they got it going on. Yeah. So. So <laughs> got it going on. I blame yeah. the children. I blame the children wow. as well. But anyway, I'm old. I can oh, blame children now. Anyway, on and that get off her lawn. Sorry. On that note, we will end the uh, the trial episode of the sexy name later chainsaw buffet anime. Oh club. my god, you're terrible at this. Yes, I am. I, I never claimed. Just I'm, call I'm it not, the anime I'm club. Not, Go with that. I don't. I don't get paid <laughs> for this shit. I don't have to be good. Uh, so there we go.